on TV, online and on your smartphone. This is Ticker News. Hi there, you are watching Ticker Today. My name is Aaron Young. Now, tech stocks are having a bounce thanks to the pause in rates, but also all this talk about AI from Apple to Alphabet and, of course, NVIDIA as well, doing well talking about artificial intelligence. To bring us some of the news about all of this, let's talk to Chris Versace, Chief Investment Officer at Tomatica. Um, we have seen the markets have a bit of a bounce. They've come back a little bit this week, but it all seems to be on this talk of AI. Anyone who can squeeze those two little letters into a business plan at the moment seems to be doing well. I would have to agree 100% with that assessment. And not, not to get too technical with you, Aaron, but if you compare, say, the S&P 500, which is a market cap weighted index against the S&P 500 equal weight, where every position of those 500 stocks is just that equally weighted in the index, you, you see a very, very... Uh, different picture with the market cap weighted version of the S&P 500 up, you know, 14, 15 percent uh, and the other really just, you know, largely flat, maybe up a percent or two on a year to date basis. And what this leads us to conclude is the big difference are those heavily weighted tech stocks that are in the S&P 500. And yes, they are some of the ones that you just rattled off. Um, everybody from NVIDIA to Microsoft to Google, uh, to a lesser extent, Amazon Alphabet, but also uh, Meta, formerly known as Facebook, and they have all been leaning into the AI revolution. And it, it's caused, I would argue, perhaps a, a little bit of hopium that kind of brings us back to the dot-com days where we're now seeing a lot of companies just start to, start to unveil, oh, we have an AI strategy for this. We're launching AI tools. We're investing in AI. It, it seems as every day there's another three or four different headlines. And my, my suspicion is much like the dot-com bubble, while AI will um, have a disruptive effect on how we work, live, and play. In many respects, a positive one. Uh, I do think that it's, it's a little, as we say, out over its skis relative to what we're likely to see in the near term. Yeah, it's such a good point, Chris. I've got two questions on this one, though, right? So when we talk about an AI bubble, one, is it because of the previous conversation we had about supply issues in the economy? Investors are looking for something, anything that will help with supply. And AI has been guaranteed to lead to job losses, meaning that it can replace that supply issue. Is that one of the reasons the markets might be hoping for, for, for AI, an AI-led recovery, if you will? The second question, while we're talking about AI, while all these businesses are running off at a million miles an hour trying to bring it in and include it in their business plan, as I mentioned, you've got some really significant people in the world saying, be terrified of AI. <laughs> from the, the grandfather, as they call it, of Google, uh, from Elon Musk, from Bill Gates, from Stephen Hawking as well, investors don't seem to care about that. So those are two really good questions. And on the, on the first one about um, supply, there, you know, I, I think there is an aspect to that, but I, I think that folks are kind of looking into uh, what can be done, what can be automated, how can this drive margins, more importantly, from an investor perspective. But I think you're right. Where, where labor is uh, scarce, this could be a way to shore it up for certain types of jobs, right? Your, your AI is not exactly going to turn around and start digging ditches for infrastructure projects, right? So you're, you're talking about a certain class of jobs. On, but on the second point, I, I think it's a another valid one, especially given what we've seen about um, 
digital privacy and how that has really started to bubble up, uh, not only in the Eurozone, uh, as well as in the U.S. Because if you think about how AI actually collects data and the scraping that it does, it, it should raise some extreme concerns. And I, I suspect this will become a bigger topic as we start to see more examples of AI. So how much of the AI, let's call it a bubble, let's call it the thing which is allowing the markets to have some good news at the moment, how much of that is actually based on detail and proven track record? And how much do you think is investors having a bit of FIFO, fear of missing out? Uh, I think it's a little bit, I think it's more than a little bit of uh, FOMO, as we say, fear of missing out. And I, I think it's, again, a lot of this is on this hopium, you know, because if you step back and you think about it, you know, this time last year, we were talking about the metaverse, you know, before that, we were talking about big data, machine learning. And now all of a sudden, you know, the conversation or even blockchain and the conversation has shifted now towards AI. It, it seems to be the zeitgeist for 2023, this new, you know, powerful, disruptive uh, promise. And I, and again, I, I think we're going to start to see more chips being sold from NVIDIA, Marvell, AMD. We'll get a sense as to how they're shipping the applications that they're, um, you know, uh, fueling. But a lot of that is only going to start to happen in the back half of this year. All right. Really appreciate it. Chris Fasacci there joining us. Thanks so much for your time. Thank you. And that is the program for now. For more, you can head to tickernews.co. My name is Aaron Young. I do hope to see you soon.